It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's a Friday morning. The week has come and gone. It is the 28th day for October. After today, just three more days and we are into November. Well, the Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers handed out the 2022 budget. The housing component is big, it's bold, it's ambitious, it's never been done before to build one million new homes over five years from 2024. Rich Harvey, what did you think? Yeah, well, look, a very ambitious policy, very light on detail. I mean, Australia typically builds between about 160 to 180,000 dwellings a year anyway. So they're really just bumping up that target by around 40 to 20,000 dwellings a year. But I've got to say, how are they going to build them? We need more electricians. We need more tradies. We just don't have enough people to actually physically build the properties. And secondly, the other major issue is the availability of, of land that's now titled or appropriately zoned to build all of these houses. Houses. So, look, I think it's a fantastic idea, but the execution and also the tax incentives, like they're talking about build to rent and getting superannuation funds and other institutional investors involved in rental accommodation. There's very light detail at this point as to how they will actually incentivize those other capital partners to bring about those new homes. So, great idea, but let's see some more detail. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. All right, let's have a look at your weather on this Friday morning and first we go to Sydney. Good morning to you, expecting a beautifully fine day, a high of 27, the complete opposite in Melbourne, expecting some showers and just 14 degrees. Brisbane expecting sunny blue skies with 32 degrees and in Perth today expecting partly cloudy skies should be mainly dry and a high of 27. If you're celebrating your birthday on this 28th day for October, you are sharing your birthday with Bill Gates. He is turning 66. Julia Roberts, she is turning 54. And Joaquin Phoenix, he is turning 47 years young today. So happy birthday if today is the day. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Well, when you're buying property, wherever it might be, primarily you're dealing with finance, economics and personal goals. But above all, it's a relationships game. When you break it down, the process, it's about someone wanting to sell a home and somebody wanting to buy one. And the trick is getting them together and the people delivering those connections are selling agents and buyers advocates. So the selling agents are on the vendor's side. There is also a relationship built on bonding with the vendor who wants the best possible price and terms from their sale. Unfortunately, selling agents are often incorrectly perceived by the wider public as untrustworthy. So 
what's the best approach to take with sales agents? Let's Talk Property, a podcast series with Rich Harvey. So Rich, why do you think selling agents have received such a poor reputation and negative rap on this one? Great question. Look, so many decades ago, Craig, agents were just absolutely distrusted. They were poorly trained and they came across unprofessionally. You know, there was that negative stereotype of that Gold Coast agent in their white safari suit, gold leather chains, driving a Mercedes coupe. And there was often many cruel jokes made about agents like this one. How do you know when an agent's lying? When they're moving their mouth. I mean, that's just really cruel. But most people dislike agents because they just keep missing out on properties and they think the agent should be doing them a favour. And agents tend to play this game of cat and mouse with asking prices. They tend to give really vague answers when you ask them what price is the vendor seeking and they really don't answer you directly. But look, that's all a negative rap, but I can tell you in my experience in dealing with the vast majority of selling agents that I personally know, they're an absolute pleasure to deal with. They're absolutely hardworking professionals. They dress well, they abide by a code of conduct, they respect the laws, and they do their role really well for the vendors. So unfortunately, agents just traditionally have been really way down on the trust scale. You know, there used to be that Roy Morgan research, and unfortunately, real estate agents and car salesmen tend to be right at the bottom of their list. But unfortunately, I I don't think that's true. And let's have a look at relatability. How have you observed the typical buyer relating to the agent? Yeah, look, most buyers, again, because of that distrust, they treat the agents like dirt and it's terrible. They just treat them appallingly. Here's the rub, right? If you're a buyer, you've got to relate to the agents. You know, you've got to get inside their head and treat them with respect. If you treat them with contempt, they really, it's just going to put them offside. And if you try to do what we call power moves and try to sort of, you know, get around them, it's just going to work against you in the negotiation. So I would say you've got to look them in the eye. You know, you've got to return their call. You've got to respond to their emails. If you just ignore them, then they're not necessarily going to treat you that well. So some agents, look, are really difficult to deal with and they've got egos the size of elephants, but others are really delightful to work with. So look, my advice is just to be straightforward, tell the agent if you're interested and treat them as a professional, just like you'd like to be treated. They're a human being, they've got families. So, you know, they're just another professional doing their job. And Rich, perhaps for the listeners, let's step through the legal obligations of the selling agent and the buyer's agent. Yeah, Craig, the selling agent, they're bound by a very strict set of laws. And each set of laws in each state of Australia is slightly different. There's some variations, but the main principles are the same. And that's the principle of what we call fiduciary duty. It's a big word, but it simply means that the agent must act in the best interests of the person they're representing. So for the selling agent, they've got to act in the best interest of the vendor and obtain the highest price and the best terms possible for their owner. Now, for the buyer's advocate, we also have very strict obligations to act in the best interest of the purchaser at all times. So this means that we've got to keep them informed of our research. We've got to keep them informed of how we're going with our negotiations. And it might mean we are not allowed to disclose the buyer's identity or specific facts around how much they're willing to pay for a property until it comes time to bid it off or do that negotiation. The other key thing, Craig, around obligations in the law is that the buying agent and the selling agent cannot engage in any what's called collusive behaviour or undue influences on the other party. And the other thing is the sharing of commissions. So a selling agent gets their fee from the vendor, 
the buying agent gets their fee from the purchaser. You're not allowed to get fees from the other side or other party in the same transaction. So in simplistic terms, Craig, the agents have to act honestly and professionally at all times. And there's very detailed schedules in the regulations that outline those expectations. Yes, and you've definitely got to watch the collusion, that is for sure. So how should buyers approach an agent if they are really wanting to buy? I've learned plenty of tips and tactics along the way, Craig, but simply be respectful and be polite. You know, when you're negotiating with someone, there's a lot of communication and you've really got to just understand where they're coming from and also put your point forward. If you're aggressive and rude, you're just going to go to the back of the queue. It's not going to do you any favours. You know, agents want to deal with people that treat them fairly and respectfully. You also, you've got to be honest and open. You've really got to be honest and open and be clear about your intentions. If you're genuinely interested, tell the agent, yeah, look, I like this property. I think I'll come back. I don't have an offer to make yet, but I'm going to come back to you and I think it could work. I've got to do my numbers, but I'll let you know. When I go through open houses, I ring the, the agents ring me or I ring them back and say, hey, thanks, but it doesn't suit. I want a better one. But also don't give away too much information. I coach my clients to say to them, hey, if you really like this one, tell me in the car that you really like it, but don't be all gushy about it when you're actually at the inspection. And the other thing is um, deliver on your promises. Like if you make an appointment to be with an agent, turn up on time, respect their time. The last thing you want to do is say, hey, an agent, I'm going to meet you at 10 o'clock and then you don't even bother to turn up. So don't devalue their time or efforts just as you wouldn't want anyone to waste your time or efforts either. Yeah, no, some good points there. And what expectation should people have around sales agents? Well, simply, Craig, don't have unreasonable expectations. Most selling agents don't really have much of a day off. Um, They're often exchanging contracts on Sundays as well and Mondays. They try to have a day off, but you've got to respect their time. I mean, they think agents should just be on 24-7. Look, some agents quote that, hey, we're working 24-7, but I've never had an agent call me back at two in the morning. So I think it's just being about reasonable and fair. And look, treat others how you'd like to be treated. You know, in negotiations, you've got to play the ball, not the player. When we're dealing with agents, we know how they think. We know what we call their modus operandi. We know what's going to work in terms of communication and how to get through to them and and how to play the game to get the best result when we're negotiating for a client. That's a good one. Play the ball, not the player. And for our listeners, perhaps explain 101 style how sales agents typically approach the negotiation process. Well, agents, they think they've got the upper hand. They expect simply to get the highest price, if not a record price, and they can plaster it all over social media. You know, at the moment, we're we're not in a buyer's market completely and we're not in a seller's market. We're in a more of a balanced transitional market. A selling agent, Craig, should approach the negotiation having provided their owner with a detailed market analysis showing properties that are similar to the the vendor's property and what sort of range they're likely to get in terms of a, a price. And one of the tricks of the trade that the agents will use is to create this sense of urgency. They're trying to create competition amongst all of the buyers. So it's critical that buyers understand how this operates and how they approach that negotiation process. Like when I'm putting in an offer, an agent will say, oh, Rich, thanks, but look, we've had interest higher than that. And I'll say, well, Mr. Agent, what do you mean higher interest? Have you had an offer? Oh, no, we've just had someone that's indicated they think they'll pay more. And I say, well, thank you, but you let me know once they've actually given you a higher offer. Listen to the language and how they're talking. 
Look, in most high demand areas, Craig, properties are put up for auction, whereas in areas with lower demand or moderate demand, there's often a private treaty campaign. But the trap right there for the unsuspecting buyer is that they think the selling agent is working for them. You've got to understand the selling agent doesn't work for you as the buyer. They're working. Their ultimate master is the owner. So as buyers agents, we know how those agents think and we know the tactics of local agents. Some will price the property very close to what it's going to sell for. Some will underquote it, some will overquote it, but we provide that really insightful market intelligence and just little nuances that we can pick up because we're buying from these agents every day of the week, whereas most buyers are only doing it once every 10 years. Treat the negotiations respectfully, treat the agent respectfully, and you should get the outcome you're looking for. All right, well, we'll leave it there. Rich Harvey, once again, lots of information. Enjoy the last Friday of October. We'll meet back in November next week. All right, see you next month, Greg. Thank you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 